This is the morning sports desk on this Tuesday, the 10th of May. How you doing on Tuesday, Corey? Oh, just just fine. Just, never been better, CJ. How yeah. about how about you? You know, it, it's fine. It's a <laughs> it's a Tuesday. As as uh, Jerry Seinfeld said, Tuesdays have no feel. It's just you know they're a Tuesday. Uh, you know how people say case of the Mondays? Yeah, I don't get that on Mondays. Yeah, I, I um I've never really gotten that. Like, uh. I've had jobs that I've absolutely despised. I've had jobs I've absolutely loved. There's still something about like getting up on Monday. I don't know if it's a nervous energy or whatever, or if it's just like a start to a new week. It doesn't, Mondays don't impact me. It is Tuesdays. Like whatever happens on Monday, you know, you get anxious, you get anxious for the Monday or you get an adrenaline kick for the Monday or whatever. Monday comes and goes and then I wake up Tuesday morning and I'm like, I am ready for anything but this. <laughs> <laughs> so Tuesdays, Tuesday, I get a case of the Mondays on the, on Tuesdays typically. Yeah. You know, that makes sense. When you think of our schedule, especially once we're in kind of the middle of all these broadcast seasons. And all that stuff. Tuesdays are usually our busy day, whereas Monday, I mean, we do we do stuff. I think, but not as much as Tuesdays. So, I I could get that take. Yeah. Uh, you got speaking of broadcast schedules, you got yourself a baseball game tonight. Yes, we do. Wadena Deer Creek travels to Verndale to take on Berth Hewitt Verndale, and what was it? What was the start time again, Corey? I should probably know that. Uh, it's a 4:15 pregame, 4:30 first pitch on the Superstation K106, and of course. Worldwide at WadenaRadio.com. Always, always, always on WadenaRadio.com. Yeah, uh, should be a nice little game. Uh, I, uh, obviously one is, uh, my alumni, uh, but I'm right. not, I'm not too familiar with the, with this year's team. Uh, from what I can tell, they're, they're at least confident for what they have. They feel like they're a pretty solid team, but obviously Wadena Deer Creek is, uh, one of the better teams in class two way. So it'll be a nice little game. So, I'm I'm thinking it'll be competitive. I I still probably give the edge to Wadena on this one, but we'll see. Yeah, I was looking at the uh at the conference standings um updated on Minnesota scores as of I don't know, whenever it was as, last updated. As of the shrugging emoji. Um yeah, exactly. Wadena Deer Creek 6 and 0 in Park Region Conference play. Um New York Mills and Bertha Hewitt Verndale are tied for second at 3 and 1. Um, Monaga actually has more conference wins, uh, in third place, but has more losses. Monaga's five and three in conference play. So things are, the schedules are just kind of goofy because of the schedules have been goofy. And double spring. headers probably play a big thing into that. Yeah. And- Parker's Prairie is fourth at three and three. So, you know, you, you go by winning percentage, um, more than anything there, but, uh, yeah, this is a, without a doubt, again, Park Region Conference. This is, this is a big time rivalry game here, I think, again, uh, yeah. this afternoon. The, the great part about the Park Region Conference is I, obviously it's locally, we follow it. We obviously get really into it. There's a lot of good teams. Uh, but again, there's a lot of good teams in the Park Region Conference over the last five to eight years. It's been one of the, it's been one of the most underratedly competitive 
conferences. When you think of teams like Parker's Prairie, New York Mills, Wadena Deer Creek, Brother Hugh of Verndale's had a couple runs here and there. Monaga's had some runs. Sabika's had some runs. So when you think about it, there's a lot of parity and there's been a lot of really fun rivalries with that. Some teams being everybody kind of taking a turn of having a, a nice little run. Here's how competitive the Park Region Conference is. This season, the Park Region Conference, this is going to be confusing, by the way. I just realized as I started to say this, I did not lead into this perfectly. This is going to be very confusing. You already started it. You can't stop now. The Park Region Conference has now had two NSIC Pitchers of the Week. That's how good the recent Park Region Conference has been. One of them's Dykoff, I'm guessing. Jake Dykoff at the University of Minnesota Crookston has been uh, Pitcher of the Week in the NSIC. And I just saw yesterday that uh, Colby Kaiser from Sabika, who is pitching at Southwest Minnesota State in Marshall, was just named the NSIC Pitcher of the Week. So that's how competitive and tough this conference has been, not to mention, like, we're talking, like, next level. That's how good these these guys are. Um but yeah, I mean, we're, how state tournament teams, four state tournament teams in the last nine years out of the conference is pretty incredible. Yeah. And by the way, those teams that get into the state tournament, they usually make a nice little run there as well. So yeah, it's no joke making a state tournament. So it's it, again, great park region conference baseball. And we'll have more of that tonight over on or this afternoon over on. The Superstation should be a good game. Before we get into our Twins Tuesday stuff, just very quickly, the Wild and Blues play game five tonight. They're back at the X. The series is tied up at two games apiece. It's been a competitive series, but each game's been a blowout. You kind of expect the Wild to to drop another hammer tonight, don't you? Yeah. Again, as we said yesterday, these playoff series is one team clobbering the other team, and then... The next, and then the very next night, they get an Uno reverse card, and then they get clobbered. So, by the law of averages, it states that the Wild should win tonight. That being said, go Wild, though. Wild in six, as they say in hockey. Let's do that hockey. Uh, first couple minutes of every game has basically decided what's happened. I don't think, I don't think the scores remain 0-0 after the first five minutes of play in any game this series. Yeah, and, and game four, and, the final score ended up not being that close. It was it was actually closer than than the other three games. But yeah, you're right. Like the team that wins scores within the first five minutes of this series, all series long. Um, it actually makes watching the rest of the night much easier when you're like, "Well, this one's over." St. Louis scored four and a half minutes in. I can go to bed. The Wild scored two goals in the first five minutes. Cool, I'm going to bed. I uh, I haven't appreciated the TV. Um, how we get they tell you the starting time, and then every time I flip the TV on at the starting time, there's still 12 minutes left of the game before it. Uh, I don't appreciate that, and I I missed the memo. I think it was game three. I missed the opening faceoff. By like ninety seconds, and the wild already. I missed a goal. Yeah, it was that's, and I was not that tardy to the start of the game. So anyway, it's supposed to start at eight thirty tonight. It's probably going to start closer to eight forty-five, um, and it'll probably be you know on 
Is this ESPN or TNT tonight? Um, let me check. So I can, the, I can always, uh, you know, if you have like one of the two certain providers, you can get Bally. But instead, for us common folk, you can listen on or you can watch it on TNT. Eight thirty. Again, the nice late face-offs. Go wild. Go wild. Skull wild. Skull you my wild. Do the wild have a have a have a catchphrase? Uh like nah, like nah. wind twins, skull, sky you ma. Uh, the no, Timberwolves don't really have anything. I don't think they do. Even the loons have one. They have scarves up. Scarves up? Do the the wild don't have anything? Not that I know of. Sticks up? That's a, that's just like hockey in general, isn't it? Yeah, I think stick up gets you a penalty, so maybe not. Maybe that's not. Uh, maybe that's not what it is. Maybe it's don't suck. <laughs> Wild hashtag don't suck. Hashtag get past the first round for once. <laughs> uh, it's Twins Tuesday today. Yeah, and well, and uh, we focus today on the number thirteen. Okay. Okay. Um, by my list, there are fourteen players. 14 players in Twin Senators history who have worn the number 13. It's actually 15 players. Okay. Because currently, who wears number 13, CJ? Trevor Larnack. That's exactly right. Who previously wore number 13? I'll give you a hint. It was just one year ago. Trevor Larnack switched to number 13 for this season. Yeah. Um, if you get this, I mean this with all due respect, you are the biggest dork of all time. Well, uh, do you know who it is? Be honest. Number 13. Um, one year ago in the 2021 season. In the year of our Lord 2021. This player wore number, wore number 13. Uh, for your home team, Minnesota Twins. I feel like once you say it, I'm going to actually know who it is. There's which is, no chance. I, I actually think there's no chance. I mean, you might recognize the name, but it's, you're not going to be disappointed. Um, I will give you a hint. I'll give you a hint. It's not Ira Adrianza, who okay. was one player prior. So there's one player in between Adrianza and now Larnack. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Let's go Ralph Garza Jr. Ralph Garza Jr. Great guess, CJ. It's Travis Blankenhorn. Oh, right. He was up on the team for like two days and then got DFA'd. Good, good, uh, good luck to Travis Blankenhorn and his professional baseball. I think he's career. in like the Mets organization, maybe. I don't know. Hey, he's gone. first team to twenty wins, the New York Mets. Hey, the Amazons. The uh, the 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 curse of Travis Blankenhorn. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Then Irie Adrianza wore it. You may remember this. Jason Kubel wore the number thirteen on his uh, comeback attempt on his uh, second go around. That was that weird Terry Ryan phase where they brought back Kubel. They brought back Bartlett. They tried to bring back Johan Santana. It was weird. Johan, like I love Johan. May like like not probably remembered as respectfully as he should be by no. Twins fans. That dude was. I I'm just forgotten. I think he's just, like name your all-time favorite Twins players. It's going to take a while for people to get to Johan and it shouldn't. And by the way, Johan is pretty charismatic. Like he was a fun guy to watch on the mound. He was he was good. Johan was awesome. Amazing. Should have had back-to-back-to-back Cy Youngs if it wasn't for Bartolo Colon roiding up. 
Right, and really the only thing Bartolo Colon had going on that year was he had more wins for a better team. Because pitcher wins are such a great stat of how good a pitcher actually well, that, is. Well, that, honestly, that probably started the transition of that like public conversation. Uh, because Johan was better in every facet. He just didn't have many wins. By the way, he finished with like maybe uh, 17 wins that year, and the Twins won... 42 games. <laughs> they did like, not make the playoffs in 05. Um, he was, he was incredible and that was a total, um, he totally got screwed. Some other names that you would recognize. Todd Walker wore the number 13 in 1996 and then changed to number 12 for the rest of his twins career. Mike Pagliarulo wore number 13 as well. And then really, like not even, um, like sometimes there are fun names. Mm-hmm. There just aren't really many fun names. I will tell you this though. My favorite name to date, we'll talk about next week wearing number 14. Okay. So that's a little tease for next week. All right. Twins play the Astros tonight, correct? This will be a nice little, like the Tampa Bay series was going on the road against a good team. The Twins won two out of three. Offense looked really good. Uh, this will be another good test at home. Playing Houston, uh, not quite sure if Carlos Correa and or Byron Buxton will play today, but they still have a chance to win the game with how well they've been pitching, and the options behind them in Royce Lewis and Gilberto Celestino have been serviceable uh, in just making sure to hold down the fort while both of them are out of uh, commission. I think the Twins should win two out of three, but I wouldn't be upset if they lost two out of three. Just don't get swept. My, uh, both teams are 18 and 11. Twins in first place in the Central. The Astros in second place in the West because the Angels have 20 wins as well. Um, this should be a really nice game. And a thing we haven't had the opportunity as Twins fans to talk about, um, a lot in recent memory. Really fun starting line or a starting matchup, pitching matchup tonight. Joe Ryan will take on Justin Verlander. Let's go. This is like, this is, this is awesome. When's the last, like, Joe Ryan is maybe the most excited, like, most excited I've been about a starting pitcher for the Twins in a, in a long, long time. And then Verlander is going straight to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he's going there. Uh, it's interesting too. I, cause I thought like, you know, the Twins usually do well against Verlander because he played for the Tigers forever and they saw him a bunch of times, but. Nobody really is around from when Verlander was on the Tigers. He got traded in 2017 outside of like Max Kepler. Who's, who's still around? Jorge Polanco? Who's still around that's really had a bunch of experience against Verlander? So that's, that'll be interesting to see how this newer looking twins lineup does. Uh, yeah. It, Honestly, Rocco Baldelli might have more at bats against Justin Verlander than the entire <laughs> twins roster combined. Yeah. No, that's, that's no joke at all. Uh, so it'll be in, an interesting matchup. Go Twins. Uh, we're going to win Twins. We're going to score, etc. Scarves up. Uh, one last thing I want to mention. <laughs> yeah, uh, go ahead. In other American League Central news. Actually, hold on here. Why don't you take this? I'm going to bounce because i got to run. We'll talk to you tomorrow. All right. So the uh, in other American League Central division news, uh, the Chicago White Sox had won seven in a row. We talked yesterday. It looked like they were starting to find their rhythm, looked like they were starting to get back into the swing of things and kind of start to find themselves as a club that uh, wants to 
win the Central for the second straight year. They had a they had a a giant lead on the Cleveland Guardians yesterday. They went in to the top of the ninth inning and they were up eight to two. And they lost. They gave up six runs in the top of the ninth inning. The White Sox committed four, four errors overall on the night. And they lost in extra innings 12 to nine after Josh Naylor for Cleveland hit a tying grand slam in the ninth inning and hit a go ahead three run home run in the top of the 11th. Uh, so, uh, the White Sox bullpen had, uh, given up had given up 11 runs and only gotten 16 outs last night. Pointing toward the heavens, we can only ask or wonder that he is asking some departed relative for forgiveness for this atrocious performance. Yeah, uh, atrocious performance. I mean, the White Sox, come on. Uh, that's Twins. Their, their record is better than the Twins were a year ago, but it's Twins' level of bad defense, untimely bullpen issues and all that kind of stuff. And you just hate to see it happen to, to the White Sox. So, you know, just so terrible. So, so terrible. All right. That'll do it for the morning sports desk for this Tuesday, the 10th of May. Here's the lowdown on lowering bad cholesterol from Lecvio. Lowering bad cholesterol is hard, but you could do hard. You live through five fad diets. 11 sleep training nights, 9 mediocre middle school recitals, 1 heart attack. And with Lectio, you can lower your bad cholesterol and keep it low with two doses a year after two starter doses. Prescription Lectio in glycerin is given by a doctor for people with known heart disease on a statin with diet who need more help lowering bad cholesterol. Common side effects were injection site reaction, joint pain, urinary tract infection, diarrhea, chest cold, pain in legs or arms, and shortness of breath. Results may vary. Learn more at Lectio.com or call 1-833-537-8462. Ask your doctor about Lecvio. That's L-E-Q-V-I-O. Lower, longer, Lecvio. Anticipation is building. The holidays are just around the corner, and at the Home Depot, we can't wait. With Black Friday savings all through November, you can count down to Christmas early with a Santa Countdown Inflatable Special Buy, only $69.98. Or anticipate when friends and family come to visit with an entrance full of LED lights that will welcome them and the holidays with open arms. Get the holiday magic started early. The Home Depot. How doers get more done.